0: Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout, it's the Stolen Droids
1: Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Zana. I'm Zook. And uh, we're just getting a little bit too used to recording these on uh, Sunday night, aren't we?
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny how that's happening, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Although, it is giving us opportunity to like get all the news of the week, so that our beloved listeners are able to hear it come Monday morning and not have it be two days old
1: how much news do we actually have this week because i swear most of it's samsung
0: it really and not seems that good way, stuff it? yeah yeah samsung's really not having a very good time at the moment
1: it's a bad week for korea um hey before we get started though uh we want to give a shout out to our friends over at trekradio.net, radio.net krypton com, radio kscr wp cycle geek factor radio and stitcher.com yeah i think that's all
0: yes and if you haven't checked out our interview that we did with Bill Galvin, the comic book artist, uh, be sure to head over to com.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, uh, very, it's one of our first, I think, text interviews.
0: Yeah, you know, I've noticed comic book artists are not really eager to get in front of a microphone and chat with us, but they're more than happy to say, give me the questions and I'll give you my answers in an email. And that I'm okay works. with that. you know, That works. Any, yeah. any content is better than no content. So
1: Indeed. Um, well, as promised, I went through our entire site, and I looked for any forms or comments that were submitted, any feedbacks that were – feedbacks, yeah. Any feedback that was put on the site, and there was none. However, we did get an email from Glue. Um, bit of a backstory here. He, he doesn't really give it, but he just moved into a new house. And he's saying, so we have a coaxial outlet in every room of this house. There are three in this house who'd rather have a wired connection for our Xboxes and computers. Would we need to buy a coaxial to Ethernet adapter for each of us, or just buy a few modems for each room? We don't feel like driv- drilling more holes in walls. Thanks, Glue. Okay, so normally this doesn't sound like feedback this is kind of a how to but we've done this before for other listeners so you know might as well right
0: yeah first of all don't get another modem for every if you have six modems in your house you're doing it wrong
1: yeah you can't you can't actually have that many modems in the house you just can't um, modems use what's called mocha anyway it's uh it's media over coax. And so, what you want to do, what you're talking about is getting a Mocha adapter. And uh, MOCA, there are multiple different types of adapters. The ones you're looking for are Mocha 2.0. And you're looking around $70 per adapter. You would need an adapter for every room in the house. You would also need an adapter or at least a router that is Mocha compliant. So a router that puts off Wi-Fi also puts out Ethernet, also puts out a Mocha signal. Now here's the real problem. Mocha can theoretically get up to a gigabit if it's in turbo mode and if it's version 2.0 and everything else in the room in the house is perfect. You will never hit a full gigabit. Another option is power line. Power line adapters are a lot cheaper than mocha adapters, and if you have a modern power grid in the house, they'll work pretty well too. However, they are also never going to hit gigabit. The only way you can hit gigabit is if you actually pull Ethernet through the entire house. Um, if that really just is not ever going to happen, if there is no way you can pull Ethernet, I would personally go with uh, power line adapters. Just because the price is better, um, they're a lot more ubiquitous. There's really only one company that makes Mocha adapters, and finding a Mocha router is just, just don't do it. I would not try and extend wireless everywhere uh, for reasons that could we could go into an entire article on the, the pitfalls of using too much wireless. But just needless to say, your best bet is to actually pull Ethernet, and if you really can't, go PowerLine.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree. Although I'm the guy who has the Eero set up in my house, so I like the wireless all over the place and mm-hmm. it works well for what I do. But, you know, I do have some devices that I don't want on the wireless. Therefore, they're hardwired into my house.
1: Yep. Um, I hardwire my uh, my laptop into the network and I hardwire my Xbox as well. And that's why I'm able to play Xbox One over my network to my laptop with zero lag. And it's just awesome. So we can play we can someone can be pulling Netflix into the bedroom, Netflix to the great room. I'm pulling Xbox to the office. Hardwire is always best, if at all possible.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Now, what what hard or what? kind of cable would you recommend cat six probably in this case
1: cat six is more expensive by a lot than cat five e and chances are good the benefits of cat six will never be fully realized by a residential user for at least another few years cat six is a lot more fault tolerant it's a lot more resistant to uh, bends and breaks however it's also a lot harder to crimp It's much more expensive, it can't bend as well as Cat5e, and again, it's more expensive. And I keep saying that because we're talking like double the price. And considering the fastest desktop uh, network adapters are still only gigabit, and the fastest home networking equipment is still only gigabit, Unless you're planning on going to a 10 gigabit home network, in which case this is all a moot point because you're running your own fiber everywhere, there's no point to go Cat6. So
0: Cat5e is what you would suggest.
1: Cat5e is it. Now, if you're in a newer house, pull off a phone plate, a phone jack plate, because chances are that they may have actually used Cat5 or Cat5e wiring instead of Cat3 phone cabling. So if you pull off your jack to a phone jack, and you notice that there are actually eight cables instead of four, or rather four twisted pair, is what we refer to it as, then you actually yeah. have Ethernet cable in your house wall already.
0: Yeah, not not cables, the wires he's talking about.
1: Right, so. right. I apologize. Um, and you'll find many houses actually already have that in the walls. So it's something worth looking at.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So. Didn't didn't you find that to be the case? Was that you that was saying I did you discovered that?
1: I did, but mine was like cat four. Oh. Okay. Um it, it could like max out at ten megabits. So it was like
0: mm,
1: I'll stick with my cat five E, thank you very much. Yeah,
0: definitely. Now I also got some feedback from Glue. Um Is he writing this
1: separately? Should I feel is. cheated on?
0: You should. You should. You should feel very um jealous because he likes me. So yeah, there's that. I should probably read it. Um, he says, yeah, so, is, is that SD files thing coming back in some form or fashion or not? Nah? I went to the Urban Myths and Legends panel at Salt Lake Comic Con. It reminded me of all the cool things you and Schmidty talked about. I do miss doing SD files. Uh, I am working on a very special SD files that I hope I can pull off. Um, I don't want to jinx it too much, but I'm hoping to get a medium inside a very, very haunted location, and just kind of see how bad I piss myself. Um, but for the most part, SD files is is done. We may, if I can, if I can pull off some special things that I've actually been working on a couple things for a few years now with that. Um, if they ever come to fruition, then you'll see one shots here and there. Uh, but for the most part, as a weekly series, SD files is done. However, Generic Geek Podcast is still a thing, and I need to throw together a new episode to get it up next or later this week, hopefully. Yay, new episodes! I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Don't hold me to it, but I'm hoping. <laughs> All so right. thanks for the feedback, Lou. Yeah, Times thank two. You.
1: Little feedback and question. Uh, and yeah. if anyone's actually interested in my thoughts about wireless and, and why there are problems with it, even with the best setups possible, the best setups out there, you will always have the same problems. Let me know. I'll write it up in, as an article, but it'll be pretty dry. So if people aren't interested, that's fine, too.
0: Yeah. Um, also, Nathan Little uh, hit us up on Twitter asking the release date for Stolen Droids the game. Uh, I'm I'm a jerk when it comes to licensing. Um but no, actually, it gave me an idea, and I've got a a cousin who is a game developer, and I'm going to speak with her, and there there may be something down the road. Nothing in the immediate future, but we, I, I may try and make something happen.
1: What would we do in this game? Just piss off different nationalities?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I think. No, I've got some ideas. I, I don't want to don't want to give some stuff out, but I've got some ideas, but. I, I'm thinking it would be you know something along the lines of of you manage a podcast network,
1: Fair virtual
0: point. podcasting. Who doesn't want to do that?
1: It can be like sim podcast.
0: Yes, you know you don't get paid when you do that either. <laughs>
1: Good point. Okay, into our episode this week. And let's start off with a very, very important problem that is facing members of an Indian tribe along a pipeline. Though we may never actually hear the information because, of course, Facebook is censoring the post.
0: Well, I, I don't think it's just Facebook either. It seems like there's a complete media blackout on this.
1: There really is. From if we were going to be a political show, we could go on and on and on. There's a pipeline that's being built right up along um, Indian reservations. Um, it it seeks to affect quite a bit of groundwater and basically ruin living conditions for everyone living along it. Uh, the Obama administration put a stop to a certain 20 mile section of it, making, uh, making the company that's running the pipeline, create a buffer zone. Other people are protesting it, but it certainly is affecting a native American range where protesters have been out there on the equipment. Well, the company who's building the pipeline has hired mercenaries and canine units to come out and try and haul activists away. Okay? This is something that used to happen a lot with loggers and, and for lack of a better term, hippies, but environmental activists as well. Only now, everyone has a cell phone. Everyone has a cloud-connected webcam. Everyone can document exactly what's happening when it happens. And so what they did... A lot of activists went and live streamed or uploaded video of them being um, attacked, arrested, uh, what the mercenaries and the canine units were being encouraged to do to them. And Facebook took down the video. And what do we always say? Facebook, if you're going to censor something, stop blaming it on the spam filter
0: yeah kind of funny how that keeps happening isn't it yeah yeah strangely uh this
1: video evidently triggered the spam filter i didn't know that um the native americans getting arrested for trying to block a potentially illegal pipeline on their land uh is considered spam did you
0: i did not i did not which you know maybe if I mean, this is the Dakota Access Pipeline. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that they like to eat spam up there. I mean, it's, I know it's not Hawaii, but maybe they eat spam and that triggered I don't know. It's kind of odd. Yeah, it's very odd. Now, of course, Facebook
1: doesn't always claim it as spam. Someone would trigger saying, oh, this is spam, and Facebook goes and takes it down. But it's funny how... Whenever there's something controversial happening, whenever it's something that's really... something you wouldn't really want to be censored in any sort of way, it's always taken down mysteriously.
0: Or a technical glitch will erase it or something.
1: We don't know why um, that that video of a police officer randomly shooting a person uh, was taken down. We believe it was a technical difficulty. Yeah. But the video of the snake uh, going into its new miniature sandbox, that's gotten like three million views so far. Because by all means, that's very, very, very uh, important for people's lives.
0: It, it really is. And, you know, those, those cats that are watching the bird through the screen door and then the dog comes up behind them and barks and scares them all, it, it's life changing. It truly is, so that definitely needs to be out there as much as possible. Yeah, I'm really kind of tired of
1: this. I'm. I am too. It's like, look, I don't expect Facebook to be the news. I don't, and many of these things, if not all of them, are newsworthy. The, the pet snake, not so much.
0: Yeah, it's it's really, um, it's almost embarrassing. The way that the news media, and whether we like it or not, Facebook is a method where people get news, and so I'm lumping them into this. But the way that the news media just completely neglects actual news that is important.
1: Uh, well, uh, we should get Christy back on the show, Christy Porter, our friend. I, I've,
0: I've actually thought about that, that we need to see if we can get her back on to talk about some of this. Because, I mean, it's been, what, about a year since she was on?
1: Yeah, yeah, and things have changed. But it's, it's frustrating because, on one hand, we want things like this. Things like the. You remember when the officer shot uh, a social aid worker who was just sitting there? Shot oh, yeah. him straight in the chest. Yeah. And. There's video of it. Of the guy going, you know, why'd you shoot me? And the officer sitting there going, I don't know. It looks bad for everything. And we are by no means anti-cops. In fact, we're very pro pro-police. But those are important things. Those are important videos. Those are important things that are being reported on by the people it's happening to in real time. Yeah. And that's where social media's strength really lies. And instead, whenever... News outlets and media sources, the old guard, if you will, let's turn to social media to see what people are saying about the new iphone seven at iphone lover sixty nine says it's great. I never wanted a headphone port anyway. hashtag Steve Jobs still lives. you know <laughs> it, i I'm just saying it's like they seem to say this real news is happening and it's being reported. We gotta censor the crap out of it, and then when They want to report on news. They pull up the most meaningless crap from the Internet and say, ah, well, this is social media at work.
0: Oh, totally. Totally. It's it's really embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. And, you know, we get lumped in with media because, I mean, let's face it. We are as much as we kind of kick against that. We are press. We are media people. It really kind of bothers me when I see these people that have zero standards in reporting the truth or actually just reporting the known facts at the time. And we're here just busting our humps trying to give accurate information to the best of our ability. And these other people are just like hailed for their fluff pieces and top 10 lists. And it, it really pisses me off. It's like put some put some pride into your work, man.
1: Now, I think in a perfect world, I don't know what would happen, but I would say that even better, if there was a way, actually there used to be a way. I'm 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 rambling now. CNN used to have a way with their mobile app for you to Take live video of events as they were happening, and when you submitted it, you weren't submitting it to a Facebook page, you were submitting it directly to CNN as it was happening. Uh huh. I wonder if they still have something like that, and if not, why they don't anymore, and why more news outlets don't have something like that. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's way more newsworthy than, well, than something like our favorites that social media is actually currently used for. Um,. In other areas of selling out, though not really. I just have no transition for that. Sausage. There we go.
0: (laughs) It's a sausage party.
1: Um, That's an actual movie now. I don't think we can use that term anymore. That's
0: probably true, huh? It's probably trademarked and stuff. Yeah.
1: So Adblock, uh, Adblock Plus, actually, specifically, is a company that we have loved for many years because we don't like having ads, So we install it on our browsers and it blocks ads for us. Well, that was never gonna make money. We knew that. And like utter fools, they decided to build their entire company model about around this. And as a result, they're not making money. They've tried their white lists. So they'll sell access to the white list to different companies, still not making money. Well, how about we just go and sell ads? So yes, the company that makes AdBlock Plus will now sell ads.
0: Now, I didn't we talk about this a few months ago that they were considering doing this? Yeah, they were thinking about it.
1: They were really going the way of, like, sell access to ads. Like, if your ad falls within these guidelines and you pay this amount of money, then we will allow you through, which, to be fair, sounds a bit like extortion. Yeah.
0: yeah. Extortion
1: of the advertiser, which I'm not actually against because it seems most advertisers hold my uh, my browsing hostage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: but um uh, now i feel like they're kind of uh extorting us
0: yeah you know this isn't being taken very well either you know you look on on reddit and other other places on the internet people have basically straight up said adblock plus is sold out and they have and they they straight up have i mean there's no there's no question there and I get that they're a company; they've got to make money. They've got—I mean, you've got to—you've got to do all this. But I—I I don't understand how they can say that not, more than 90 million users are willing to see ads. That—that that doesn't make sense to me because you install an ad blocker so that you don't have to see ads.
1: Right. I think what they're meaning to say is. More than 90% of users are willing to pay a small amount of money to never
0: see an ad again. Probably. So let me tell you something. You block your origin. That's what you want. <laughs> it actually works a lot better than Adblock Plus. What was that? You block origin.
1: I'm going to want to hear about that. It's awesome. We should actually write up a, a tutorial for Piehole. And put it up on the site.
0: Oh, Pi Hole is wonderful. I've got I've got Pi Hole installed. Well, you do too. You're the one who told me about it. In fact, wasn't that our favorite? Sir,
1: uh, it was a favorite a few weeks ago. I actually uh, disabled mine. It was having problems. I was running mine on a virtual machine, and it kept shutting down. And because my DNS was all routed through it, it basically meant that the DNS in my home kept disappearing.
0: Oh, that's no good.
1: That's yeah. No, no I haven't out.
0: had any problems once I figured out the domain for MLB Premium. uh all of a sudden i i got no problems so excellent
1: uh, well let's talk a bit about samsung and try not to devote the entire rest of the episode to it
0: i think that may be difficult <laughs>
1: yeah so hp remember them they're a company still they're going to be buying samsung's printer business for a pretty penny
0: billion... Or 1.05 billion dollars.
1: Right, so 1.05 trillion pennies. No. 105 billion pennies. Yes. I know my base 10 math.
0: Dude, you're Asian. I expect more from you.
1: Dear Google, tell me what this is. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay...
0: I didn't know Samsung
1: still made printers, but I guess I, they do.
0: I didn't either. This was kind of surprising to me.
1: But I knew HP still does, like crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. That's like all HP does anymore, isn't it? Um, yeah. And
1: their enterprise stuff, their servers, their switches, their rack mount stuff.
0: Yeah, but like as a consumer, I mean, yeah, they still have laptops and stuff. You go in, and you can still buy an HP computer. but But don't. Yeah, don't. But there's, you go into like a Walmart or a Best Buy or or whatever, and HP printers as far as the eye can see.
1: Yeah, I have a Xerox. I like it.
0: I have a Brother.
1: I do too. Yes, but he doesn't print things for me.
0: <laughs> no, I actually. Bought you a knew brother that's where this was printer. going. <laughs> I, I, as soon as I said that, I knew it was going somewhere, and you did not disappoint me, because it did go somewhere.
1: Hmm. Um, okay. So into the the big Samsung issue this week, uh, a, a Samsung Galaxy Note Seven exploded in a little boy's hands. Um, another one, another S Seven, just a regular S Seven, caught fire and exploded on camera in a restaurant. And I want to say the amount of confirmed explosions in the U.S. alone has now climbed up over seventy, eighty.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, there was another guy who um is suing them. Uh his Galaxy S7 Edge exploded causing third-degree burns and I, I got to warn you you click on this link with to your own with your own discretion. I mean, there's some pretty horrific images there. Mhm. So we've got issues with the S7, the S7 Edge, and obviously the Note 7, which is their like really popular bomb.
1: It is the most popular bomb currently.
0: Um, And, you know, I got to be honest, I'm kind of nervous. I've got an S7, you've got an S7. I'm
1: incredibly nervous, which is funny because I've had no issues with this phone.
0: Well, I was sitting earlier today just minding my own business and I felt my phone and it was hot as crap. And I I pulled it out of my pocket. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This thing is hot. Just sitting there, not doing anything. I wasn't wasn't using it. It wasn't charging. It was sitting in my pocket. And I was sitting down, so it's not like it was even getting like friction or something from me up walking around, rubbing around in my pocket.
1: Uh, that sounded so wrong. I and know see, it did. I, I just took my S7 out of its case, and I usually have it in a, uh, an OtterBox case. And at times, like in the middle of the day when I've been doing a lot of stuff or charging it or I've taken it on and off its charging plate because I charge it wirelessly, it'll feel pretty warm. Yeah. But no warmer than my G3 used to, my LG G3 or or any of my other phones before that. And right now, I just now took it out of its case. It's actually cool. It's actually cooler than the surrounding area.
0: Yeah, mine feels cool at the moment as well.
1: I, I... it makes me wonder, and I don't know enough about this to speculate one way or another, but I wonder if they had different warehouses or different manufacturing plants making these different phones. Like, are they all being traced back to one faulty warehouse that just screwed up the assembly process?
0: I don't know, because they haven't really told us much about what's going on.
1: No, they haven't. But I'm right there with you. When it was just the Note 7, it was easy to say, ah, well, you know... They just screwed up the assembly of the Note Seven, and even Samsung in the video that says, "Oh, by the way, uh, there's this, there's an S7 that caught fire." Even Samsung saying we had never received any reports of an S7 doing this. You know, we'll investigate it, but this is new to us. And then the S7 Edge, same thing. So,
0: yeah, this is this is really not looking well for samsung at the moment
1: now they did say um, they did let out some information i don't know if they were intending us to read this much into it because you had mentioned last week will they just simply refurbish the phones and ship them back out with the new batteries or will they destroy them and bring out completely new phones well they came out with a news report with that was a statement saying that they will mark them with a little sticker on their tag well that's useless. You could put that sticker on any box. But they'll also use specific IMEI numbers. Now, if you don't know what the IMEI number is, it's kind of like a MAC address or a hardware fingerprint. It's coded to one particular phone. Your phone is the only phone with that IMEI number in the world. Now, you could clone it, but it's against international law for a company to do that. So, if you have a Samsung phone, you can use the IMEI checker tool to see if your phone is one of the new new builds that doesn't have this problem or one of the ones that may have this problem. And you can be pretty confident whether or not that means you have a problem or not.
0: Yeah, and I've also heard uh, – I'm not seeing it here in this article that we linked to, but I also saw something, I think it was on Reddit, that they will be – changing the software on the phone so that the battery indicator is a different color than the current version phones.
1: Right. And about that. So, um, there's word that to help solve this problem, to make sure that the batteries don't start doing this on phones that aren't traded in, Samsung is going to push a software patch that will limit the charging of the phone to 60%. I hope this turns out to be bunk, because if not, it's one of the worst ideas ever. One of the reasons I love this phone is because of the battery life. One of the reasons why the Snapdragon 820 CPU is so wonderful is because how smart it is with its power consumption. Couple that with a decent-sized battery, and you could have an all-day phone. Yeah. Limiting it to just barely over half of the battery capacity, not a great idea.
0: No, and I think that their mindset with that is, you know, well, if we make the battery life atrocious, then people are more likely to return the phone under the recall, and and it's not going to be an issue. Yeah, that's I, not I, a great I, idea. I think that's their thinking. For me, all the motivation I need is I don't want a bomb in my pocket.
1: Is that a bomb in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me?
0: As my dick gets blown across the room, it's a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that was a little bit more lewd than I expected.
0: Yeah, I kind of came out that way, didn't we, we may need to fix that in post.
1: Yeah. Um, so, okay. How could things get worse? Well, see, before, and I don't know if this is still the case, but before Samsung officially started the recall in the U.S., carriers weren't handling it too well. I hope this has changed now. But even one of your friends who goes through AT&T tried returning his his potentially faulty S, uh, Note 7, right? Yep. And, and what did AT&T want to do?
0: Um, I think that they, if I recall, they gave him a S7 Edge. Um, there was like a $100 price difference, so he ended up getting a case for it or something. And they told him he had like two weeks or something to to work out the exchange once the new Note 7s come in, or else he's out of luck and he won't be able to do anything. So I don't know. It It was... It didn't make a lot of sense to me, to be honest. What AT? I mean, they AT and T. I it did not make a lot of sense to me what they were trying to do.
1: So, sorry, I know I'm suddenly blinking out. I'm very confused. On Samsung.com, there is the IMEI checker, right? We just okay. we just talked about in this last one. I just looked up my IMEI, and I entered it into the site. And it says, your model may be affected. But this is for an Australia-only site. And it's suggesting that I return my Note 7 that may be affected to a Samsung Australia, you know, retailer. I, I don't know if this thing actually knows that my IMEI is in the U.S., or if it's at all valid?
0: <laughs> um, That's not good, dude. That's really not good.
1: No, it's not.
0: Now I want to check my IMEI.
1: We'll have to look into that a bit more. Let's, anyway, so...
0: Send, send me that URL, dude.
1: Yeah, so... Yeah, it's like, okay, you bought a phone, we want to bring it back here and return it for a different phone that costs less, that wasn't the phone you wanted, but we're willing to give you a case. Oh, but the screen protector he bought, he was out money for.
0: Oh, that's right, he got a screen protector as well.
1: I mean, this is just an absolutely ludicrous recall period, and it's not getting any better. In fact, it's getting a lot worse. People are reporting that it is just downright horrible trying to get any information on this. Yeah. And Samsung has said that they're only going to be doing the recall for a certain amount of time, and it's quite possible that any S7 Notes, or Note 7, excuse me, that aren't successfully replaced, they could just remotely kill. Yeah. In an interview, they said that they might just do that instead. Now, I can understand that. I mean, if each one's a potential bomb, you don't want that walking around, so why wouldn't you remotely kill? But I'm going to go right back to what I said earlier, that this could be the death of a brand for at least this generation. The Note 7 is something I wanted to get, and the S7, as I've said repeatedly, is the best mobile phone I've ever owned. But with how horrible this is from a PR standpoint, this could be all it ever gets remembered for. Galaxy S3, awesome phone, well-built. S4, more of the same. S5, eh. S6, eh. S7. Oh, it's the one that exploded. You, that's not how you want people to remember your phone.
0: No. No, I mean, you... It's never a good sign when you have the FAA come out and say, "Please don't bring your Note Seven on an airplane." <laughs> we don't need any bombs on the planes.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, it's also not a good sign when they lose twenty-six billion dollars in market value after they officially announce the recall.
0: No, that's bad. I, you know, you you generally expect to see some some sort of hit. You know, when a company is it's having these types of issues that's a big hit
1: yeah uh their stock dropped in the korean market by 6.9% it has recovered a little bit um but that was like the lowest point in 3 months
0: yeah 26 billion that's with the b people oh my goodness
1: yeah Um, now I really want to know whether or not my phone's going to blow up.
0: I just checked mine. It said, good news, you don't have a Note 7. Really? Yes, I am aware of that. I know it's not a Note 7.
1: (laughs) Then why does it say that mine might be affected?
0: I don't know. Did you fat finger your IMEI?
1: I don't think so. Yeah, it says my model may be affected.
0: Hmm. Oh, this is a different site than I checked. I'll t- I'll try the one that you sent me. Let's see what it says here. Listen to us just like killing time on the on the internet here.
1: Well, it's because the next headline also pisses me off. Um, <laughs> yeah, Samsung may not uh, include um, a headphone jack on their next model.
0: You know I. Did they not learn anything from Apple over the last week? Apparently not. I, you would think that they
1: would have figured out with all the memes, with everything else, they would learn that people want their headphone jacks and there really isn't any good reason for getting rid of it.
0: No, there's not. And by the way, um, this website says my phone may be affected as well. I think it's because it's an Australian site and they don't know how numbers work for U.S. phones, possibly.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I just checked the other one and it says I'm good. For now. For now. Indeed. <laughs> oh, Samsung, you know the best way to keep, uh, uh, to add a bit of. Uh, free marketing and goodwill back into your customer base. I know, uh, don't release a battery. They'll kill us. Don't take away our headphone jack and maybe give us something free for all of our troubles.
0: I agree. I like that idea.
1: It doesn't need like, uh, an S seven, um, stress ball. I'm not asking for much. I'm just saying (laughs) this is what people do. Um, I want
0: $500 Amazon gift cards or give me a wireless charger.
1: Ooh, that's an be, idea. A non explodey wireless charger.
0: A, a non-exploding one or, or possibly a gear 2 maybe?
1: A, a non-explody gear 2. We really need to specify. We need to clarify how important it is that the freebies you give out don't explode on us.
0: Yes, because nobody wants to have exploding freebies.
1: It kind of negates the whole karma you got from the freebie, you know?
0: It, it really does. It really I got does. this free
1: stress ball. It that blew up and took show off title my hand right
0: away. Exploding freebies.
1: I like exploding Stress Ball.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Samsung, they got to get their act together. I mean, although I will say, ever since I bought a Samsung fridge and the ice maker on it just pisses me off on a daily basis, I'm not really surprised that their phones are bombs in both the literal and figurative sense.
1: Is the ice maker exploding? I'm confused. That seems like a drastic...
0: But it freezes up at least once a week. and It's we an ice to, maker. So we have to thaw it. And the ice cubes are like ice chips, if you're lucky. the ice, The crushed ice doesn't even come out, and it constantly leaks water everywhere.
1: It sounds and, like you're getting crushed ice.
0: And it's funny because you look at people who have contacted Samsung regarding this, and Samsung says, oh, that's how it's supposed to work. And so, I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of online complaints regarding this ice maker. It's but Samsung says, nope, it works as expected. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're icing wrong, I guess.
1: I guess if I were Samsung, at least I'd put almost like at least this one doesn't blow up. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is true. So we do have that going for us, I guess.
1: So, in other news, we have iOS 10 update. Now, we talked about this last week, that the uh, update did was Did we talk out.
0: about it? I think we glazed it. Th- I think we just brushed over it.
1: We did. We talked more about the iPhone itself and not the iOS 10 update. Um, however... But iOS
0: 10 had an update.
1: Yes. It came out Tuesday, so the day after the episode. And, however, it immediately was causing some problems. Um, namely, problems such as bricking the device.
0: Yeah, that's not a good thing. You never want to have an update come out that renders your devices inoperable.
1: Now, the news article we, we linked to is a, is a local one. So you could be forgiven for thinking, well, this is just a stupid Utah news story. Um, but I've seen other sites as well, big ones, Ars Technica, CNET, kind of point out the same thing, saying um, it's always expe- always smart to hold off updating new mobile software until Apple works out the first iteration kinks. Early adopters tend to find out the software bugs the hard way. No, first iteration or kinks would have been in the beta.
0: Yeah, that's that's called an alpha or beta test.
1: Yeah. This was the actual official release. This isn't an early adopter. This is, oh, hey, we've made this available. The next time you sync up your iPhone or your iPad, it will prompt you to download. Yeah. Uh, Which is, by the way, most Apple users. To their credit, most Apple devices are kept very well up to date because of that.
0: Yes, they Uh, are.
1: Um. I hate sounding like a fanboy. I hate sounding like a cult member. This never would have happened under Steve Jobs.
0: I don't think it would either. I really think that Apple has let themselves go since the death of Steve Jobs.
1: Because this is like the third release that's ended up bricking things for for different people. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: This is the third one. And and this is different than the other issue they're having with T-Mobile people. If you are a T-Mobile subscriber and you have an iOS device, if you upgrade to uh, iOS 10, um, it will probably uh, disable your data. So at least you're not bricked. You just, you know, can't (laughs) connect to any mobile network.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting, though. T-Mobile comes out and says, don't update. Apple is working on a fix for us, so just wait. But Apple users don't like to wait. The update's there. Apple really needs to get their crap together. Yeah. Yeah. I.
1: The big problem here is that. Apple seems to be taking no responsibility for it. And so they ever, though, I I don't think they do. So in many cases, T-Mobile's catching the brunt of complaints
0: Why is that? Is it it because of the T-Mobile bloat that comes on, or or why is that? Do you think that T-Mobile's the one that's getting all the issues?
1: I think it's mainly because T-Mobile's carrier band um, is so varied they have the band of spectrum that they got from at&t from that failed takeover they have their natural band of spectrum they have the band of spectrum they got from buying up other small companies uh in many ways t-mobile is an amalgam of many different types of carrier frequencies and it makes them very very unique in that way and i'll bet you it's that kind of modem connectivity that that Specifically programmed modem firmware that only applies to T-Mobile phones that iOS 10 screwed up. Yeah. If I had to guess. If I was a betting man, which I'm not, but I know a thing or two about mobile phones.
0: Yeah.
1: um, Really funny. Um, and I can't believe they didn't think of this, iOS 10 has a cool little built-in GIF feature because heaven knows, what do your instant messages need? More GIFs. Using the new iMessage interface, you can search for GIFs right there in there, and where you would normally put in an emoticon or an emoji or something like that, you can search for a GIF and reply in line with that. Now this is something that we do in Slack all the time as a joke. It originally was just to piss off Schmitty who couldn't stand GIFs. Um, have
0: embraced them lately though.
1: Yeah, yeah, he has. We, we've learned the art of them, when it is appropriate to use one. And it's just plain hilarious. Hey, by the way, you know what you can search for GIFs with? Porn terms. Yes, there are porn GIFs. I'm sorry to break that if to to you if you were unaware um you know who else was unaware apple (laughs) apple is staunchly anti-porn always has been in fact one of the big reasons reportedly why steve jobs didn't want to bring out a tablet is because he he was quoted as saying he didn't want people to just sit in the bathroom browsing porn
0: Oh, really? I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that was, I think it was in his biopic. That was in his actual, sorry, biopic. Um,
0: <laughs> is that what it is? I always thought biopic.
1: <laughs> I always thought biopic, too, but I was corrected by my wife, and she always knows better than me. Um, so... They have just been on a moderating and censoring spree since iOS 10 launched uh, because this is all done server-side. Every request for a GIF is done server-side. So they've been going in and censoring out certain search terms and results like crazy. I can't imagine the amount of workforce that has gone into this, like how Microsoft has an entire division of the company devoted for security patches. Apple now has for censoring gift searches.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, it's it's funny because this article that we linked to um, gives a bunch of the terms that have been banned, like side boob or uh, ball gag is one. I'm trying to stay fairly... um,
1: You're failing wildly. I
0: I, I could go... I could say some of these others, but, uh, you know... There's there's a lot. Uh, and The ban also extends to seemingly innocuous terms like huge, which apparently returned copious amounts of porn. So, um, I guess the word bounce is causing a lot of problems for them as well. Yeah. <laughs> I just, wow. Who would have thought? But, you know, it's the internet. You just got to assume that. It's all porn. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. And you also
1: got to think. And the very first comment here, this is a Gizmodo article. The very first comment says, how about allowing the people who use the device to dictate what they send and receive?
0: That makes a whole lot of sense. Why not have a setting
1: that allows them to turn on a safe filter for the device?
0: That works.
1: I'm just saying, you know, if you have a and I'm sure I'm not trying to like start a holy war here. I'm sure that Apple has some version of this. But with Google, if you set up like if you set up a, uh, a Gmail account for your son right, or for any of your kids, you can say this is a child's account. Yes. And put it in under my account. Microsoft has the same thing. So when they sign into a computer, when they sign into Android, it knows this is a child's account. I'm sure Apple has some analog of that, some version of it themselves. So why not simply say, okay, look, yeah, this is uh, this is a phone, and uh, this is going to be my kid's phone. This is the kid's account that's signed into it, and because it's a kid's account, I can lock down certain settings, and one of them is a safe search. That's an idea. Google's they- only had safe search built into it from the beginning. So does Edge. So does, you know, Bing.
0: Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Just, I'm just saying. You walled yeah. garden freaks.
0: <laughs> I like that. Uh,
1: hey, talking about getting freaky. We talked about this, and now it has come to pass. A smart sex toy. And it's not the one we reported on last time. It's not one of those Wii vibes. It's another device that reports on something that evidently needs to be reported on, but unfortunately sent the information back to the manufacturer.
0: Yeah, now, no, this is the Wii Vibes. Oh, this is? This is. This is the one that we talked about. Now, for those of you who who may not have heard it or, or who need a refresher, uh, some, oh, it sex is. To- yeah. some sex toy company came out with a, a vibrator that you control with your smartphone. And it has different settings, but it's all connected with your smartphone. A lot of people think, okay, hey, great, you know, we're going up in technology. We're entering the 21st century, whatever, you know. But I think that we specifically said, how long until lawsuits start happening because somebody's privacy gets violated? Well, it's happened. Some lady bought one of these $130... Toys, and used it for several times before learning that her usage was being scrutinized for marketing purposes by the makers. So, yeah, I mean, however she chooses to use it, they know. (laughs) And she doesn't like that, so she's suing.
1: I'm, I'm confused. What do you mean by however she chooses? Like, I chose to use mine to loosen tile. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know quite what you mean by that.
0: Well, you know, whichever setting she puts it on. I whisked I, eggs. I, I don't know the different settings. I don't have one of these. I have no need for one. But I use it to I, entertain my cat. <laughs> it's a great foot massager.
1: <laughs> it just, you can really just get it use it to get those knots on the back of your shoulder that you normally can't reach.
0: Yeah. I mean it just we knew it was going to happen. We called it. There you Boom. have it.
1: Like I am all for having smart appliances, smart home, all sort of, heck, I just had a smart study, a sleep study done um to help me figure out what's going on when I sleep. They they hooked 26 different sensors up to me. You know, just so they could tell what was happening. I understand the purpose for gaining biometric data for certain things. But you know what? Sometimes you really don't need it. We humans have been doing things for hundreds of thousands of years just fine without knowing the exact amount of whatever you were using for whatever
0: Now, see, if I were making this type of a product, I can see how that information would be extremely valuable. Because if you can come out and say, oh, well, (laughs) we're more successful in less time than our competitor. Here's why. Here's how we're going to do it. No pun intended there. Um, I can see the value in that for the manufacturer. On the other hand, I can also see the users really not wanting that information to become public. Yeah. I can I can really understand that. And Is it something know, that if, they
1: can opt out of?
0: I don't know, but so, you know, See, in
1: most cases, most it's like, "Would you like us to send information back uh, considering usage or this information will be anonymized?" You see that everywhere. Yeah. And you always have the option to opt out or opt in, depending on what your, your company's policy is.
0: But Yeah, generally. But yeah, I mean, that just, I see how that being, you know, wanting to be kept private and wanting to be used for benefit can be used by both parties. Uh, personally, I'm thinking if you don't want stuff made private or made public that should be kept private, Using something that connects to the internet is not a good way to do that.
1: Right. It's like saying, oh, hey, it's an internet-connected toilet bowl. What could possibly go wrong?
0: (laughs) All of a sudden, your poop ends up on Instagram.
1: You know there's going to be a poop cam. Um, Okay, our last headline is another... This is another follow-up from a previous story, I think, last week, Um yeah, a takedown notice was put up for a whole bunch of different torrents. Uh, let's see, which which studio was this? Uh, Paramount. Paramount uh, submitted a takedown notice to Google saying, we need you to strike out all these torrents. We can't allow people to get these anymore. They're being used to illegally copy and seed copies of the film Transformers.
0: Was it it Transformers 4? Is that the one? Yeah, Age of
1: Extinction. Not even a good Transformers. Um, But the problem is, is that like one of them, uh, let's see here, Transformers underscore age underscore of underscore extinction underscore 2014 underscore 1080p. Well, that seems pretty straightforward. That seems like it's Transformers Age of Extinction from 2014
0: yes it does
1: yeah yeah um here's another one um transformers hyphen age hyphen of hyphen extinction hyphen 2014 okay that makes sense um ubuntu hyphen twelve point zero four point two hyphen alternate hyphen i three eighty six dot iso if you don't know ubuntu is a copy of linux it's the installation disk for ubuntu version twelve. I don't think you can get Transformers from that.
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe you can. Is, is it like an Easter egg and <laughs> you you press the shift key 18 times and all of a sudden Transformers launches? Is that how that works? I guess. Sure.
1: I mean, it's not even worth Ubuntu trying to fight this because version 12 is a little bit old. It's the 32-bit version. Like Not many people were using it anyway, but... What is wrong with these studios? Last week, we reported on, I think it was Warner Brothers. Yeah, it was Warner Brothers who were trying to get Google to take down these sites. Uh, Many of them were Warner Brothers-owned sites for the movies. Yeah. This is is like, um, years ago, we reported on this, where Diet Coke was suing... um, copyright infringement and trademark infringement on this other little known company who was trying to market things and it was Coke Zero's official site.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Could we could we
1: just get you guys to do your freaking job?
0: I I really think that they need some they need some common sense involved here. And there's really not any and I think that that's just causing a lot more problems than there needs to be.
1: It, it happens. You know, you're just running down a list of things. I'm just going to submit this because it's on the list. I'm going to call this person because they're on the list. I'm going to email this person because they're on the list. It happens. It happened at my own work this last week. We had salespeople calling people, letting them know that their online marketing managers weren't doing a very good job and that, that they should switch to us and how much more traffic we could get them only to find out we were their online marketing managers we were calling our own clients (laughs) so but it doesn't make it any less horrible i mean i get that this stuff happens but really it doesn't make it any it's no excuse yeah um into our favorites this week mine is rather inappropriate be warned, it's probably not safe for work. And it's by the guys at Screen Junkies. They're the YouTube channel that do honest trailers um, and many other interviews and stuff like that. Well, they set up their own comedy skit, skit not skat, um, called The Roast of Captain America. It's kind of like those Comedy Central roasts you see where celebrities get up there and bash each other before kind of bashing the person they're there, actually there to roast. Uh, only it's all the Avengers and Superman. And Red Skull, and they're there to roast Captain America, and this is just a little bit of it. Um, it's uh, the part of the Winter Soldier where Bucky is roasting Captain America, and it's um, it's pretty horrible. It's uh, it's quite funny, but it's horrible. You should check it out. Maybe. Yeah
0: it it started off kind of entertaining, and then it just became kind of cringeworthy.
1: Yeah. Very, very cringeworthy. But you know, you know that's actually how they go.
0: No. No, it's not. (laughs) No. Okay, my favorite this week is a game. It's available on Android. I think it's available on iOS as well. And it's coming out, I believe, on PlayStation but i picked it up on sale for 10 cents this week and it still is on sale so if you want it now's a good time to give it a try it's called motorsport manager and basically what it is is you own a indie racing car company you have two drivers at any given time and your point is to, or your objective is to go through and develop a team that will win as many races as possible and you're not actually driving the car, you are doing stuff behind the scenes, telling your drivers when to pit, to change tires, telling them what kind of tires they want, what type of you know, um, acceleration and, and aerodynamics to put on the car. It is highly, highly addictive. I have spent so many hours on this this week, I can't even count them all. So I highly recommend it if you like these types of games, and even if you don't, it's definitely worth it throwing a dime at to see if it to see if it tickles your fancy (laughs) I just said tickles your fancy like it's 1940
1: (laughs) I know I know I like that alright well that is our show this week again let us know what you're thinking or ask us more questions feedback at stolen droids.com give us a call 801-917-GEEK follow us on Twitter friend us on Facebook and until next time cheers
0: good day this has been a Stolen Droids Media Production